Assalamualaikum. Welcome to Matcha Talk. This is Samia, your host for the episode today, and we have a bit to talk about. First, I want to wish you a very happy Ramadan, Ramadan Mubarak, Ramadan Kareem, whichever the way you like to express your joy and enjoyment and expectations and excitements for this month. Alhamdulillah, it is here and I'm so happy that we are talking about it today because today I want to share with you something that I learned called a miracle day. Now, I know that it's just me talking and you guys need some updates. So I want to share with you all the updates of Matcha Talk and both of us and what's going on at the end of this episode. I really want to get to the meat of the matter today because we are already in this month and there is a lot of good that we can do. Uh, they say that normally around the third or the fifth day of the month is when people kind of start getting a little losing their steam, you know. So I read something in my studies, uh, a little bit of the update here is I am actually, I started going to grad school and I'm a current student for marriage and family therapy. Uh, this is my first quarter, so I'm totally new. However, when I read about this concept called Miracle Day, I really thought that this could be something that we can use with my little understanding of what it is right now. I really think we can use it in our life, make this Ramadan be a little more productive and fulfilling, where at the end of it, we can feel a sense of accomplishment and say, hey, I was capable I am capable and look at what I was able to do this month. And we always understand that our efforts is not what gets us into Jannah. It is Allah's mercy. And so what we do is we put us in a position where we can hope for Allah's mercy. And the position during this Ramadan is trying to be more conscious of him and thinking of him and doing acts of worship a little more than we normally do. So let me get to the concept of Miracle Day. And this is going to be a little bit of interactive experience today. So just be ready to follow some prompts. And the purpose, again, is to make our Ramadan better and get that momentum going again. And just, I don't know, enjoy it more. So there is this theory in marriage and family therapy under the name of solution-focused therapy. And the whole purpose of this therapy uh, it lasts generally for a few sessions. It's not like, you know, a forever going therapy. And the purpose is, is that you have this one issue and the therapist helps you get through that issue, right? Like there's only one thing that's like a struggle or a hurdle in your life. And the therapist doesn't talk a lot about what's going on in the past and what's happening. The therapist says, okay, this is the problem. This is what we're going to focus on right now. And for sometimes it is useful and sometimes it is not. But in this case, we're going to take one concept of it called Miracle Day. I do want to clarify, I am a very beginning student. I have a really novice understanding of this. Uh, I'm just reading a few more papers. Actually, this is the, the therapy that I chose to write my final assignment on. So I'm getting a little bit of a deeper look into it. And I feel like a geek because I really love it. 
And before we get into that a little bit, I want to share with you something that I'm listening to because the purpose of today's episode, right? This is the purpose is to give you a bit of support and encouragement that you have within you what you need to be able to accomplish the goals that your heart wants and what Allah wants for you. I think it is important to note that we, us, me and you, we have each a very unique and special relationship with Allah. I learned that recently in the Quran 30 for 30. I believe it was the first episode. We have a very special relationship with Allah, each of us. And we can make it even more special. We can make it one that is unique in a way that Allah highlights it. You know how the hadith where Allah mentions uh, that if, if Allah loves somebody, he has his angels love him too, that person. And so it is that concept where, yeah, we have a unique relationship. Every human being does. Every believer does. But we want this special relationship. And so I'm listening to these lectures by Sheikh Asr Qadi, where he's talking about the manners of the believers. I highly recommend it. Definitely check that out on YouTube. It's like 10 to 12 minutes of awesomeness. And so he talks about a, a person who visited Prophet from Bahrain. And his name was Al-Ashaj Abdul Qais. And it's a very interesting story um, in which there's a delegation that is coming from Bahrain. Everybody rushes to meet the Prophet ﷺ. Nobody takes a shower. Nobody cleans themselves. And then uh, this person, uh, Al-Ashaj, he stays behind. He does not meet the Prophet until he's presentable. He's cleaned himself. He has perfumed himself and then he presents himself to the prophet and has very engaging and intellectual conversations with him and ask him very intelligent questions and in that course of the story the prophet tells him that he has these two qualities which are beloved to allah and that was wisdom and not rushing into things and to that the this person asked the prophet is that something that i worked on or is that something that allah gave me and the Prophet said, this is something that Allah gave you. And he became really grateful to Allah for the opportunity uh, to have those qualities that Allah and his messenger loved. And I like this story because it really highlights the unique strengths that are inherent in us. Allah gave you something that is very special and unique for you. We're looking at those unique strengths that you know you have. You're very good at them. Maybe the way you talk to people, maybe the way you're organized, uh, maybe the way that you control your anger, uh, maybe the way you focus or, you know, there can be so many different things. So you have these unique strengths that Allah has given you. And remember, every purpose, everything that we have in our life, the purpose is to be close to Allah using those skills. And so there is something that you have. And I want you to think of them right now, those skills that you have make you this person that is special to be around. Those who know you understand that there is this goodness in you and that they can rely on you through those goodness. If if they know, if, if you're like a person who has always speaks tr the truth, regardless of the situation at hand, you know, a person might come to you because they need that. They're like, I need the truth. I need someone to tell me what's happening and I know that I can rely on this person. So I want you to think about that. And I'm sure that somehow in the Ramadan goals, if you can think of those characteristics that you have in you, that Ramadan can be more special. 
if the trait that you have is truthfulness, then you can really work on being grateful for that and just realize how you can use this skill and this ability to communicate with people, make connections with those around you, have deeper relationships with your family, etc., etc. So I just wanted to mention that you have unique strengths and you're capable of making this Ramadan special. That's, that's what I wanted to tell you. Okay, so let's go to the exercise that I'm making this up right now for the first time in my life. So I want you to think of a miracle Ramadan day. So it is a Ramadan day, obviously, and you're waking up. What are you doing when you wake up? What is it that you do the first thing when you're walking out of your bedroom into the living room or the kitchen, what are you doing? Are you saying something? Do you have something in your hand? Are you doing something? Are you thinking of something? Are you planning something? What are you doing at that time? Remember, this is your miracle day. So think of this perfect moment where you wake up in the morning, what you do as this Muslim that you want to be. Continue that conversation with yourself as you roll over when the prayer times are coming. There's Dohar coming. There's Asr coming. What are you doing during that time? Who is around you? How are you interacting with them? Are you leaving the house? Are you staying home? What is happening at that time? If you're working, what kind of a work are you doing? How are you making it to be a source of, uh, not a source, but a way of ibadah for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What are you doing in this afternoon? And then take yourself to the evening when iftar is coming around. You know that the time is coming. Maghrib is going to be happening soon. The light is going dim outside. You need to turn the lights on very quickly. And maybe you have water or dates, hopefully, in front of you. And you're going to break the fast. What are you doing at that time? Right before Maghrib comes. In your miracle, special, miracle Ramadan day. What is happening? And then take yourself towards the night. What is happening at night time before you go to sleep? Are you planning on doing something at night when no one is looking? When only Allah is watching? What is happening at night time? Think about that. After that you've visualize this perfect for you remember this has to be for you only not the goals that your sister or your friend or your uncle or that person you see on youtube or that influencer on instagram none of that this needs to be very personal for you because this is your life no one else is going to live it but you the unique strengths you have only you have them and the combination of them only you have them no one else does. So you take your unique skills and you visualize your miraculous Ramadan day. And then put yourself on a scale from 1 to 10. 10 being that that is the miracle day is here. That's the 10. Scale 10 is miracle day is here. And scale 1 is it's not, right? It's just like it's just starting. It's very basic. You haven't done anything special. It's just an everyday non-Ramadan, non-anything day. And then if you can visualize yourself on that scale from 1 to 10 and say, okay, looking at my miracle day, where do I stand right now from the scale of 1 to 10? Today, did I have 3 or was I at 5? Or 
I did everything that I wanted to do eight or 10. Like, where were you on the scale? And then just take a step back because I'm sure it's not going to be 10. <laughs> we're just beginning the Ramadan. And if it's on 10, you need to really like rein it in because you need to maintain that momentum and energy towards the last 10 days, okay, or 10 nights. So just a little tip of this journey of Ramadan, not an event, okay? Um, so just step back for a minute and say, okay, um, for me, if I was to think of my miracle day, I think um, I am, oh yeah, I'm like at a three today, definitely. So what I want to do then, and you, think of what will make it up to a four. What is one thing that you can do for my miracle day, either tonight or tomorrow? Mm, can there's something that you can take from your evening? miracle day evening part and you can do that today that will make it a four can you do something tomorrow to make it a four will will anything from the morning time would make it that way so pick something that will just make it a four for you or if you want a five whichever number you want just go gradually up you know what did i do today that put me to number three and then what can i do that will put me on number four so that I can inch myself forwards to feeling, you know, maybe eight or, or, or seven, if anything, right? Um, if it's 10, man, I hope Allah takes my life that day <laughs> because may he accept it because my God, that would be amazing. So anyways, thinking, uh, thinking back and, and just looking at the miracle day and taking it one step at a time. I like this visualization aspect of it. And then just understanding that you know, as spirituality, as life, as everything, it's all on a scale. That some days we're great, the other days we're not. Some days we're checking all the to-do lists and other days we're not. And that's just the reality of being a human being. I think that if we were to wanted to be uh, the number 10 every single day, that would be really difficult. It will be disappointing, I think, very discouraging, right? So don't think about that. Just, just go a step above. Go to number five, go to number four, go to that number one and say, okay, tonight, if I do this, my day will become the next number, next step up. Tomorrow, if I do this, it will become a next step up. Always think of it that way. And I hope, you know, maybe at this time you don't have a journal with you or something to write on or on your phone. But after you watch this or hear this, just Write that down somewhere, you know, what, what does your miracle day look like? Focus on the routines, focus on what you're doing morning, evenings, and waking up and going to sleep and everything in the middle. And just write that down somewhere because, you know, I really believe that we are capable of doing that. That one day, and again, it's a journey, right? So I don't know if I can have my 10 day in Ramadan, this Ramadan, but perhaps it can happen throughout the year just remember that and go easy on yourself this is just a gift ramadan and i hope that we can use it to the best of our ability and use our unique strengths to make this a special month for us for nobody else we just do it for us for the sake of allah because that desire to be close to him is in in you know i'm sure at some level it's on 
all the believers' hearts. And even, even you know, those who don't believe in Islam, sometimes they have a desire to be so close to whoever they believe God is. And alhamdulillah, we know exactly who Allah is. We know exactly what He loves and the things that He asks us to do and the things that help us to, to be able to do them. So alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah for that. This was the episode today. The remaining of the part, I want to share with you just a little quick update on the matcha talk, what is happening because, oh my, it has been a bit of a time. A lot has happened. I told you that I started going back to school. It is an online accredited university, obviously, to, so that I can get my licensing done properly for my marriage and family therapist. This is something that I wanted to do actually for quite a number of years. And every time it just didn't work out because, I mean, normally it was the the financial um, constraints, right? That grad school is horrible for for finances, but that always got in the way. And and uh, if you've been following me on Instagram or YouTube for a little bit, uh, we moved to this new place now, which is like in the middle of nowhere. It is the smallest town that I've ever been in. And it is very homogenous. There's not a lot of diversity. So it comes with all these challenges. And subhanAllah, I was having a hard time, you know, like this is not the ideal circumstance. I grew up in a big city and this is a small town and things are just, you know, I used to call my other town small town, but I changed my mind. Uh, This one is definitely smaller. Talking about the scale of things, you know, everything is on a scale. Well, yeah, this is like really made down there. (laughs) So anyways, this was the place where I didn't want to be and I wasn't too excited of being. We prayed a Sahara before coming, so I knew this was the place we were supposed to be. But, uh, you know, human beings, we have this resistance sometimes to Allah's will. And I had that in my heart for this place. And subhanAllah, this is the place where my long-time dream was supposed to start coming true, you know? Like, alhamdulillah, that was a huge reflection opportunity for me and a learning opportunity um, and as much as I miss where we used to be before, I loved the house we were in. I loved that neighborhood we were in. And um, it was a big city and we had all these conveniences and diversities and places to go and eat and shop. And uh, it was amazing. And I, as much as I miss that, I realize that the ease that Allah has put for us here in this remote place, it wasn't available anywhere that we've been so far in our almost 10 years together. So just a little bit of that. Um, But I have started on my uh, grad school journey and that has been very busy. Uh, I've only barely finished my first first quarter now. So brand new person into this. And it has been very time consuming. I actually took a break from Instagram for like about two months and I've never done that before. But I really needed to just orient myself due to some life events and also because my school was going to start and I needed to really figure out a routine where, my God, I can be like involved with Sunnah Living, which is my blog. And I love that. And I love everything I do with that. But also pursue these dreams that I have and and take advantage of these gifts that Allah has given me. So I had to do a little bit of that. And now it's like I'm inching back into this social media world again. But my focus is is on my studies and everything so this was, I really wanted to share this with somebody. I was thinking about Instagram actually, but as you can see, yeah, we talked a bit today. So 
I thought, hey, I haven't said salam alaikum to our matcha talk family for a long time. And I wanted to hop in here and say salams to you. And not just waste your time by just these updates, but just give you something of substance. Um, as far as Summer is concerned, Alhamdulillah, Summer is doing great. She is the co-host that was for a past couple of episodes. And we did a lot of cool stuff together. And I really enjoy talking about those little things that we talk about. So we talk about something happens and then we just, you know, talk about it. And Summer is really good at that. Um, but she is also working, actually. She also moved to another place and she started to really focus on her work. And uh, her work became a little bit more intense. And so we kind of just kind of put the matcha talk on a back burner while we focus on some things. I don't, I mean, we don't know what's going to happen in the future. But I think for the near future, at least, that I might pop in here, just I am today, to share with you something that I've learned. Um, hopefully something that has substance that I'm not just making it up. <laughs> because I feel there's a lot of people making up stuff nowadays um, everybody wants to be an expert of something and that is very dangerous. Everybody wants to be known for something. Just a little bit of a tangent on this topic here right now. I'm noticing a lot on social media where there's just ads, you know, where all these people are pushing you to put out a course, create a course, you know, the way to a six-figure salary is to sell courses. So why don't you create a course and and subhanAllah, I think about that and I'm like, you know, to be able to teach somebody something, I better know what I'm talking about, you know? A lot of people, like there's, uh, I'm into, you know, I like houseplants and I look at a lot of these houseplants accounts and sometimes they're saying stuff that even I know that is not accurate, but then so many people are listening to them and you have all these hacks videos going online and, and they don't work. So anyways, the whole concept is social media is weird. You just have to be really careful what you consume and what you put out. And I've been really conscious of that ever since I've returned. And, um, and I shared in my Wednesday Musings issue 10, which is a newsletter that I sent out to the Sunnah family. And I also actually published it on my blog. You can, you can look for that. I'll link it in the description of this episode today. But I just made this rules for myself to come back to Instagram what I'm going to do, how I'm going to use it. Um, I'm not trying to change someone's mind. I'm not trying to be a social justice warrior. I'm not trying to make waves or challenge authority, you know. I am just trying to live my life in the most best way that I can with my limitations and my strengths, my unique strengths that Allah has given me. I'm just trying to get by and trying to do my best to be remembering myself, reminding myself of Allah and His Messenger. So yeah, that was a little bit of a blurb and a little bit of an update. And um, again, I hope that I will see you here uh, sooner rather than later. I do hope so. And I hope that you enjoyed this episode today. Thank you so much for being here. And thank you for having Masha with me. And I will see you next time. Assalamu alaikum.